the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Friday, November the 17th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On November 17th, 2003, Arnold Schwarzenegger was sworn in as the 38th governor of California. He turned out to be a personal disaster. In fact, I read the other day that he announced that he would no longer support his son, that he fathered with his their maid. Going to cut him off, he said. I've given him enough money. Today in 1800, Congress held its first session in the partially completed U.S. Capitol building. Today in 1869, the Suez Canal opened in Egypt. Today in 1973, uh, President Richard Nixon, he told Associated Press, the managing editors in Orlando, Florida, he said, quote, people have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Today in 1989, the Walt Disney animated feature, The Little Mermaid, opened in wide release. Going to be talking a little bit more about Disney today. Certainly, the apple proverbial apple has fallen far from the Walt Disney tree himself. The company today would not be recognizable to its founder, I would imagine. Today in 2022, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she would not seek a leadership position in the new Congress, a Pivotal realignment, making way for a new generation of leaders after Democrats lost control of the House to Republicans in the midterm elections, she said, was the reason for her not running for Speaker of the House again or the leader of the Democratic Party. I don't know if you've noticed this, but you probably have. I certainly have. I pay attention to those things. A lot of you do as well. I note that in your comments and so on to us. And by the way, thank you so much for your support. I read your notes. I read all of them. Obviously, I can't respond to all of them, but I read them. And uh, they mean a great deal to me personally, as I just read your words. And it gives me a sense of being kind of connected to our audience. And I really appreciate it. And your, of course, your financial support keeps us on the air. So thank you for that so much. And thank you for Standing with us, these are unusual times, to say the least, and we're trying to um, talk about them in ways that are helpful and constructive, even though sometimes it's the subjects are negative. I think the solutions are not, because the solutions are found in a biblical worldview, and that's where we're coming from, and that's how we talk about all of the events that we talk about on this program. So thank you so much for your support. Our address is box. 399 Bellevue, Washington, 98009. You can also contribute on our website, faithandfreedomandfreedom.us. You've probably noticed that Joe Biden's polls are plunging, if you pay attention at all. Even the secular far-left 
biased media is admitting that, his public bewilderment becomes chronic now. That's about all some are talking about. His exposed corruption can no longer be defended. Pundits are writing furiously about the specter of Trump revenge. Have you heard that phrase? If you haven't, now that I've mentioned it, you will hear it because they're talking about it all the time. So what is that and what's it all about? Why is it coming up now? Well, the Republican primary polls alarm them. The Republicans didn't do well in this last election, miserably so. But the overall, the national attitudes and the national feelings is very concerning to the far left and to those who want Biden to be have another term as president. So the Republican primary polls alarm them, because, but the general election polls are now favoring Trump so much that it utterly terrifies the left. I don't think they care that they have a competent president. It's just that they have one of them in the Oval Office. And with Joe Biden, they do. He does, I think, whatever, I believe it's Barack Obama pulling the the, the levers, the strings behind the scenes. That's my opinion, but I'm pretty, pretty sure he is because he's gotten really active in the last six, eight, ten months, maybe the last year. Whereas before he was involved in making money and he made a lot of money. But um, anyway, he, he's been doing this and they've been standing up Biden and Biden has been sort of shuffling around and doing what he does. But all of a sudden, Trump is winning, even though he's indicted. I mean, he's just got all these legal issues and, and accusations against him and his family and on and on and on, which would normally it would end a political career, but it seems even to enhance his because people are seeing through what's happening. And even if they don't necessarily like Trump, they're looking at what's happening and they're saying, man, I, you know, this isn't right. I mean, this whole thing is just not right. Well, the Biden family is doing what they do and they're enriching themselves. It's on the record now. We've seen copies of the checks written to Joe Biden from his brother who had received money from foreign entities. Some of them are our enemies. So it's, it's the more that's out there and the more the light is turned on, the more concern there is on the left. So they privately concede that this crude-sounding Donald Trump person nevertheless did not weaponize the FBI and the CIA and the DOJ and so on. The Trump-hating Pentagon, they retired generals, CIA, FBI directors, the Washington FBI hierarchy, all of them, they knew that the, the fiery, the bombastic Trump nevertheless did not hound them out because they were his enemies. He did not do what the left is doing to him now, but they're afraid he might if he were to be reelected. And just months ago, they said, it's absurd. He can never be reelected. We're going to take him out. And now all of a sudden, he's leading Biden in some polls by a lot. And people are saying, we don't believe that this is legit, what they're doing to Trump. And that's a growing trend, not a diminishing one. So Trump has, he did not weaponize the institutions of our country for his own gain. And everybody knows it. 
especially the people that would have been the target of it. He did what was right for the country. So they're thinking, what if he regains power? What if he would get elected? Well, they think that he would probably do to them what they're trying to do to him. Would he? I don't know. But I do know that that's becoming an issue that's being discussed among the left. In fact, so much so that Victor Davis Hanson, who is my one of the two greatest historians in the nation, as far as I'm concerned, he's a conservative. I don't know if he's a Christian or not. He seems to be coming from a Christian point of view or worldview, but I, I don't know what what his faith is or isn't, but I do know that he's strongly conservative and he's really uh, well informed on, on history in particular. And he writes a lot and I pay attention to what he writes and I try to read a lot of it, if not all of it. But he wrote, he, he addressed this issue, uh, I think it was yesterday. And here's what, just a part of what he had to say, Victor Davis Hanson. He said, most likely the left is afraid because they know that if Trump had suffered such weaponized lawfare, lawfare from his opponents and in-house apostates, yet had finally regained power, then they would most certainly go after the enemies with mass firings, weaponized indictments, and fake news stories. In other words, they're scared that Trump thinks and acts like they do, and thus would do. Uh, thus, they would do what they most certainly would do if in his place. But for all of Trump's loud banter, Davis Hanson says, invective and over-the-top tweets, he never sicked the, bure- the bureaucracies on his political and personal enemies. And in that regard, he was never quite like them. Very, very wise words. He is all of that. He is bombastic. He sometimes talks too much, says too much, um, repeats himself often, uh, all of the things that we've come to know. But he really isn't one of them. And he hasn't done that. He hasn't used, in a selfish way, hasn't used the institutions of America to fight his personal battles against the people that have tried to bring him down. And as Victor Davis Hanson points out, it's because he is not one of them. How true. Well, Bethlehem has officially canceled Christmas for the first time in decades. They say it's because of the Israel War Massacre. When I read that headline, Massacre, in the headline, I thought, hmm, I know where that's coming from. And it is. But I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. I know, I know Thanksgiving is next week and then we celebrate Christmas. But this is in the news and we need to mention it today so you'll know if you don't already. Jesus' birthplace has announced The usual decorations for the city, they say, will be taken down and the usual celebrations won't go ahead. They say we're doing so because we are honoring the martyrs and we are in solidarity with our people in Gaza. Yeah, there's a war in the area, all right. I don't know that they should be honoring Gaza, but they are. But Disney has also announced that they will no longer celebrate Christmas beginning in 2024. Are they also engaged in a war? 
as I said, I know we're celebrating Thanksgiving, not Christmas next week. I understand that. And that's a very important holiday, Thanksgiving. And we'll be talking about it next week. In fact, if you're listening to this program on ACN, the American Christian Network, you've heard some of my commentaries that are playing on there about Thanksgiving and the importance of it. It is important. It's very important. And we'll be talking more about it in the coming days before we begin to talk about Christmas more. But let me get this off my chest today, because when I saw this, I thought, you know, we need to know this. Christmas has been canceled in Jesus' birthplace. You say, well, Gary, it's just a celebration. It's about Jesus. I've preached, I was going to say a thousand, probably not that many, but a lot of sermons as a pastor on the real meaning of Christmas. And it's not about the celebrations, and it's not about the decorations. It's not about the songs, and it's not even about family and all the things that it's been made to be. But is there not a part, a place for a part of that in our celebration? I think there is. I don't think it's pagan to celebrate Christmas. Some do, but I I don't. No, it's not about trees and gifts and all the stuff and reindeer and, you know, walking in the snow and all that kind of thing. It's about Jesus Christ being born. But the other has some place. It makes it important. It draws people into the whole spirit of Christmas. And it's, I think it's an, I think it's a reflection of how a person really feels about Christmas when they reject any kind of celebration of that time. The Sun out of Europe is reporting, quote, the shock move means that there will be no huge Christmas tree put up on any decor- decorative lights in Manger Square, the exact spot where Jesus was said to be born. This is the first time they've been canceled since the modern celebrations began, and even during the COVID-19 pandemic, the square was still decorated. I, I would, it was it was decorated, but they didn't allow celebrations during the just for the sake of accuracy here during COVID-19. But it wasn't for the reasons that they're doing this now, and they're completely uh, not having any any form of Christmas. There is, from what I've read on several news uh, sources uh, yesterday and this morning. Anyway, a spokesman for the Bethlehem municipality confirmed that the normal plans for Christmas have been completely scrapped ahead of December 25th. The spokesman said the reason is the general situation in Palestine. People are not really into celebration. They are sad. They are angry. They are upset. Our people in Gaza are being massacred and killed in cold blood. Therefore, it is not appropriate at all to have such festivities while there is a massacre happening in Gaza and attacks in the West Bank. Bethlehem should send out its own message of condolence and mourning. Forget Jesus Christ is what they're saying in Bethlehem. Saying, forget him. We should have our own message. I thought how that reflects the world that we live in today. We push God aside so we can have our message, not his message. This is a reflection of what's happening in our culture all over the world. Particularly here in America, founded on Judeo-Christian values. We want to push Jesus aside on every, and we want God out of the way 
because we need to have our own message. Anyway, I continue. Keep in mind that Bethlehem is a, it's basically a historical town. I've been there, and some of you, maybe many of you have been as well. It's about 25,000 people that live there generally, just in normal times. But it swells to like over a million people come there during the Christmas season to just celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Well, it's about six miles south of Jerusalem, Bethlehem. And it is in the Palestinian-patrolled West Bank. So you could begin to fill in the blanks when we look, when we know that. The Christian Post has a story on this today as well. They're saying the Church of the Nativity, Manger Square, are about the two popular sites in the ancient land where approximately a million pilgrims and foreign tourists come during the Christmas season. Well, that won't happen this year, of course, probably. Catherine Salgado, she's a journalist who contributes to PJ Media, and she writes for other conservative outlets as well. She's very critical of what's going on there, and she should be. She wrote, and the Christian uh, Post quoted her this morning, she said, imagine the outcry if Jerusalem or Rome had sent crews to Muslim neighborhoods before Ramadan to remove Islamic symbols. She said, but even though Jews and Christians are the most persecuted religious groups and Islam is among the most intolerant of religions, don't expect global backlash or outrage for this act, this canceling Christmas in Bethlehem. She's right. There won't be an outrage. She says, what makes this Christmas cancellation so particularly disturbing is that it is in honor of the martyrs, quote unquote. That's what caught my attention, frankly. And I continue, quote, she says, which is the Palestinian doublespeak for terrorists killed by Israelis. She continued, she said, the heinous October 7 Hamas terrorist attack left hundreds of Israelis dead and forced Israeli authorities to come to grips with the reality that the Arabs have been refusing peace in favor of trying to destroy Israel for decades. And they're not going to change their minds now. Very, very true. So you can fill in the blanks on this whole thing. This is not really about a fear of someone getting hurt. It is to send their own message. The rest of the Sun story is pretty much about, pretty much focused on Israel as the oppressed and the Palestinians as, or, or as the oppressor and the Palestinians as the oppressed, the martyrs. But why is Disney canceling Christmas as well? Are they too at war? Are they, do they have their own message? Well, as a matter of fact, they do. Christmas is most often considered the most wonderful time of the year. Traditionally, because of Christmas, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Our founding fathers celebrated that in this country. And generations before them celebrated it in their countries. As the years go by, though, a holiday celebrated by most Americans is slowly being canceled. It isn't just Disney, but that's the latest on the list. Disney and Bethlehem, announcing that they will not celebrate Christmas. Mousetrap News. You probably don't read Mousetrap News every day, and you don't need to, but it does exist. And it's a, it's a conservative 
website at all it's all about disney mousetrap news i don't know if i agree with everything they put up on there but they're coming from a conservative point of view most of the time and they are kind of tracking what disney does well anyway they they said yesterday they had a piece about this at mousetrap news they said remember back in the early 2000s when classrooms would celebrate christmas the kids would make decorations for their house and learn to wrap gifts and even watch a christmas movie the day before break well, I can remember some of that. I'm not that old, but I remember, and some of you do too. Companies would also celebrate Christmas with Christmas parties around the office. And over the past few years, these have kind of gone from Christmas celebrations to holiday celebrations. It's a slow erosion of a beloved holiday. Disney is going they're getting on board getting on board as well as by no longer celebrating christmas in their parks just like bethlehem is getting on board with hamas and so on disney released a statement explaining why they're canceling christmas here's what they said this is a quote christmas is canceled in all the disney world parks in 2024 this is due to the controversial nature of christmas <laughs> christmas is controversial in their world now they said mickey's very merry christmas party and all other christmas celebrations will be canceled at disney next year we recognize that there are more holidays than just christmas and want to have a more inclusive celebration and want to have a more inclusive celebration for all people and all religions as you can imagine, the decision for Disney to get rid of Christmas starting next year is sparking a huge debate. There are people really weighing in on this because they like to go to Disneyland during or Disney World and whatever during Christmas. But most people are opposed to them not doing it. Keep in mind, between 80 and 90% of Americans celebrate Christmas. Even atheists celebrate Christmas. Madeline Murray O'Hare I knew her son in the past quite well, Bill, and we talked about this. He said his mother, the famous atheist, celebrated Christmas every year. He said as kids growing up, she claimed to be an atheist, and we had Christmas trees and all the stuff that goes with Christmas. So a lot of people celebrate Christmas, but obviously Disney is is continuing to put distance between their founder, Walt, and his pro-family, pro-Christian beliefs, and their own far-left so-called progressive ideas of this generation of Disney's. In their attempt to please everyone, they will likely please no one except some of the Disney family stockholders who have become banner carriers for the most immoral, unnatural, destructive behaviors and beliefs in our culture. Transgenderism, LGBTQ, homosexual agenda, and on and on it goes. They're not only affirming that they're banner carriers for it, and now they're using an institution that was built to honor families by Walt Disney. The Disney family, some of them, a number of them, are using that same company that he built, that entertainment empire, to destroy those very values that Walt Disney himself believed in. But the war, the war is with God 
in his truth. That's what this is really about. Whether you're terrorists in the Middle East or whether you're Disney in Orlando or Orange County in L.A. or whatever. In reality, Christmas is not about the infancy of Jesus. It's about his deity, the birth of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the Lord, King of kings, Lord of lords. What is the meaning and the purpose for God to be born in a manger? How can how can a person explain the Almighty God stooping down to become a tiny infant? Can our minds begin to understand what's involved in God becoming man? Nor can anyone explain how God would be, could become a baby. But he did. Without forsaking his divine nature or diminishing his deity, he was born into the world as a tiny infant. That's what these people are rebelling about. They're saying, we don't believe that. We don't want any part of it. We don't want to project that. That's where we are today. He was born into our world as a tiny infant. He was fully human. He was also fully God. Apparently, Mickey Mouse has canceled Christmas as well, and Hamas never believed in it in the first place. But it's a big deal for those reasons. Charlie Brown, (laughs) Charlie Brown believes in it, and he knows the true meaning of it. And if Disney-owned ABC will air it again this year, Charlie will tell us what it's really all about. A Charlie Brown Christmas. It points out the over-commercialization and the secularization of Christmas. And the little, you've seen it. We've all seen it. But it reminds the viewers of the true meaning of Christmas, the birth of Jesus Christ our Lord. A question is asked in that. It's asked by Charlie Brown to Linus. He says, what is Christmas all about? The answer that Linus gave to Charlie Brown was powerful. It was the truth. It's an answer that every person on earth needs to discover again. Even if the Disney family, and certainly the terrorists of the Middle East, are fighting tooth and nail to keep that message from you and the world. It is a message that we all need to hear. And it was... Linus's answer to Charlie when he was asking questions. What is Christmas all about? Linus read Luke chapter 2. Here's part of what it says. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown, said Linus to his friend. Our founding fathers understood that. They've understood that the birth of a nation was connected to the birth and ministry of the Savior, Jesus Christ. The founding fathers also understood it was within the message of Christ's birth that the nation would find true meaning and purpose. Jefferson wrote about that, and he wasn't particularly a strong Christian. Pastor Patrick Henry, 
He said from his pulpit, it cannot be emphasized too strongly or too often that this great nation was founded on Christian, on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Have a good weekend. I'll see you Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.